from our new location at 77 Grove Street, the former CVPS building. Now we've got the power. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Play ball! Hello, this is Bob Fredette. Hello, this is Tom Haley. This is the Inside Pitch. <laughs> Welcome back to Inside Pitch. I'm Bob Fredette here with Tom Haley, George Nostrin, our engineer, Chris Charbonneau. Men's basketball coach from MSJ joins us today for our special pairings edition. Coach, welcome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. It's, hey, you're going to fill these 30 minutes up for us here right in a hurry here because we're, we're talking about all things Mounties here. And what is, you know, we, we talk about this all year long. We talk about this back to November as soon as football gets over with. We look forward to Division Two basketball because of the concentration of quality teams in the county. And before we get anywhere talking about pairings or anything, how much of a benefit is it having teams like Mill River and Otter Valley and Fairhaven right at your doorstep? Uh, that's a, that's a really good benefit for us because you know they challenge us every every game and um, you know I in my personal preference I think our four teams down here are um, you know very good. I think that some of the seating and stuff is iffy because I I know I've seen Fairhaven, I've seen Mill River, and I've seen some of North teams and uh, you know they just make us better every day every time we go play them and it's good for us. You know we need to get better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. The competition is just amazing. And I, I want to bounce this off you because we talk about it a lot. I, when are you guys going to get the four teams together and play a holiday tournament? Because that's such a yeah. great oh yeah, that's a no brainer I think. Actually, I've actually brought it up to my athletic director Dan Elliott about uh, possibly doing that this upcoming year and trying to get us all in at MSJ and doing a little bit of a, a JV thing as well and um, you know I really think that'd be great with all the people that would come you, you probably get um, some kids coming back from break that have graduated from every school that'll be that yep. that's also a, a something that I look at but yeah no we'll see we, we've, we've left it up to Dan so we'll see what happens oh so can we get laying on Dan's doorstep it's a great idea <laughs> it's a great idea and they've already scheduled the same idea the same concept Next year for the Bob A, they're having a D4 showcase because Otter Valley has opted out and uh, I forget whoever. But anyway, they've got what they've got next year for the Bob A field is Twin Valley, Twin Field, Proctor, and Pulteney. And it, they're, they're building it as a D4 showcase, the top teams in D4, and the D2 concept would be the same thing it would be it would be a beautiful thing to have those four Rutland County Division two schools and uh, my God I mean it could be it would be a field comparable probably what you would wind up with at the at the very odd in the final four it would be just great for the yeah, area I, I think the biggest factor in getting all four of us in the same gym is somebody's going to have to give up a home game um, to play that and that's the biggest. Um, struggle that I think that we all would have because you wouldn't you wouldn't want to play somebody three times yeah no you, yeah yeah I um, mean it does happen sometimes, yeah oh yeah but. it does happen sometimes but you'd have to give up a, a home game and then I also think with um I think Hartford and Otter Valley did one this past year right with Mill River east and, west. and Woodstock, Woodstock the east west yeah. that's kind of the same thing that we would do it'd be at the same time so it's kind of that's kind of the snag right now I think for for all four of us to get in the same place and play. Yeah. But whether we have it or not, uh, just any combination of those four meeting in a game, any old game, any old is is a special occasion. 
like you said, it's a, just a great thing. We're lucky here in Rutland yeah. County. D2 basketball yeah. fans have something very special. And we get caught up in that that MSJ, Mill River, Otter Valley, and all, all that Fairhaven thing. But that begs the question, is there an outlier up north? Is there somebody that should be on our radar that can spoil the party? Who is that team? Um, I think I think Montpelier's pretty good. They're well coached. Um, I've seen them on film. Um, they have a couple kids that can play. And obviously, you know, U32 with the Hawkins kid, he can play. And um, I think for them, if uh, Richards plays well, um, which is their senior, basically post player, um, you know, they can spoil the party. Um, I think those two teams especially. I've seen Lake Region. Um, I watched them play Hartford. It was super early in the year. Um, I'm not sure if they've improved or anything because yeah, I haven't seen much film on them. And um, But I think they're a team that might cause some fits for some people too. They're pretty big, and um, they have some guards that are athletic. Of course, when you played uh, Milton on the road, it was really early. Yeah. I don't know what, what they've become. Um, Milton has the Jennings kid, and, I mean, he's obviously a problem for anybody in the state. He can play. He can he can fill it up for sure. I mean, being at 6'6", being able to shoot the basketball is, is a good thing for him. Um, I think they might be able to cause some problems. I mean, it's all going to be about the draw. You know, who, who are they going to play? And, I mean, we, we know enough of a basketball that, um, you know, it's going to be about matchups. I mean, that's that's that that's that's the key is matchups. Yeah, yeah, it is. And boy, you know, and I, I tell you, I mean, that the way that the way your your bracket broke down, I thought it was very unfortunate that you've got all four of the county teams all stuck together. I mean, you know, by the time we get to the semifinals, there could only be one left standing here. So uh, that's just a, that's a that's a tough break there because the other side, without knowing an awful lot about it, does not look as challenging. Yeah, no, I, I would I would agree with with exactly what you said, and I think those other three coaches that are in Division Two, Otter Valley, you know, uh, Fairhaven and Mill River, would also say the same exact thing that they hate that we're all on the same side of the bracket yeah. because they feel that we're the best four teams as well, and it uh, it's definitely uh, it's definitely tough, but. You know, you have to beat the best to be the best, so might as well, might as well go through them all. Yeah, well, if that means you got to go to Barry and win by 40, well, I guess that's okay. That's <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing the matter with that at all. Yeah. Nothing the matter with that at all. Did you see any surprises uh, when you are looking at this bracket here today? Um, yeah, I mean, I was surprised that, um, uh, you know, Mount Abe lost to Virgins this, this Friday or Saturday, and then it kind of switched the middle part um, around. I'm also very surprised that, um, you know, Fairhaven and Otter Valley are dropped all the way to 8-9. to nine. I mean, I think they're better than some of those North teams, and it's just tough that how the schedules work out because we all play each other, yeah. and we all play tough schedules. Sometimes it doesn't go the right way for the other teams. So, yep. yeah, those are, that, that's something I was pretty surprised with as well. Of course, if you ask somebody from that area, they'll tell you that, uh, Mount Avery Jens is Rutland MSJ up there to those people. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's a, you know they 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 play on the same football team. They're not far apart, and it's always a huge rivalry. Yeah, I mean uh, I think Virgins is you know uh, better. I mean I don't think there's anybody in this bracket that's that's not capable of beating the team that they're playing. Any of the lower seeds, like I mean I've even we've watched film on Mississippi. I, I don't think they're a 16 seed. I mean, I've seen some other teams play. Missisco is better than a 16 seed. Um, you know, they have three or four kids that can play a little bit. And, uh, you know, I think Virgins is the capability of playing. The problem is, is when teams from up from down south have to go up north and play, it's, that's, that, that's tough for us. And it's just vice versa for them. You mm -hmm. know, the north having to come down and play the south is uh, tough as well. 
Hey, this is Jack Rogers, boys basketball coach at Mill River, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. Subscribe to Rutland Herald's local sports podcast at iTunes and have Bob and Tom delivered to your inbox every week. Yeah. yeah. What about the, uh, I call them the area team that isn't an area team, the guys just over the hill, Woodstock. What about them? Um, I think they're capable. Um, you know, the Morris kid can he can fill it up. I mean, he he, did, he played well against us. Um, he's had some big games. Yeah, he's had yeah. some very big games. He can shoot it. I mean, he kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I didn't know him from last year. Um, and to be honest, I saw him this year, and I'm like, man, that kid grew like five or six inches. And then we watched him play in the East West, and he he filled it up. And I'm like, that's going to be a kid that you know he he could go out and he could win them single handedly uh, their first ga- first round game uh, against Milton. Um, he's just got to stay. Uh, you know, equal to Jennings. You know, Jennings yeah. is a problem in shooting, and I think them going up to Milton is a little bit of a yeah. of a factor for Milton in a positive way. So it's it's tough, you know. I, but I but I definitely think that that's a winnable game for Woodstock for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of kids out there who really create mismatches and just tough tough defensive uh, assignments here. Uh, I can't think of anybody who's 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 worse to have to guard than Logan Montilla. The guy, is, he's just so talented, and he's all over the place, and he can do a lot of things. Uh, Logan's definitely our spark plug. You know, what people get caught up watching Logan is they always see his scoring and stuff like that, but um, he's a great teammate. Um, he's always positive. He's got phenomenal grades. Um, you know, he definitely – um, sparks us offensively, and we try to get him going early. That's obviously a game plan for us, but he also sparks us th- defensively. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen a kid in my whole life um, have such quick hands and get his hands in the basketball, just get these tip steals that are just like, man, how do you get those? Like, how do you do that? And so, um, but I also think, you know, Carranza's, t- you know, he's, yeah. good, he's, if, if he's playing well, um, you know, then, then we're playing well. I mean, it's Logan does a lot of the scoring and all that, and but uh, it's it's Leo that we need to play well moving forward for us to give us a shot um, to be in Barry. And, and Leo gets you the ball. Yeah, Lee, yeah. For, for being six foot two, he's got a knack yeah. for the basketball, yeah. and he plays much yeah. bigger than six two. Yeah. Um, I mean, is he really six two? Yeah, he's, pro- uh, he's probably. He told six me one. he's six even. He's probably. <laughs> That's what he told me. <laughs> I think I, I think I get caught up in it because he's so he's so lengthy. So I just call him six two all the time yeah. to make him feel good. And he plays bigger than <laughs> so. Bigger than but he. Uh, but yeah, no, Leo is definitely someone that we're going to need to play well going forward. But um, you know. I know that going in every game, I know what I'm going to get from Logan Montilla. You know, it's just, uh, I mean, we we don't struggle, but we lose a little bit of our depth when Leo gets in early foul trouble. So yeah. he's got to stay out of that. That's one thing we've been focusing on for the past two weeks. And other teams know it. They know if they go at Leo, it's it's going to be a problem for us. I mean, because we have post players that are sophomores and freshmen after Leo. So it's, but, you know, they're all coming along as well as well. So yeah. I was going to say, Jake Williams, uh, I, I know I know you talked about it after a game, his dedication and, and how much he's working. And, and, and now that it's late in the year, um, I mean, this could pay off, right? I mean, he, he, he has come in and given you something at different times. He, yes, Jake has done a great job the last probably two and a half, three weeks. He's not playing like a freshman for sure. Yeah. Um, he's finishing better around the rim. He's catching the ball, making the easy, making the easy plays in the post, you know, kicking it out. Um, Jake's also it's kind of got this drive in him that I've noticed the past couple weeks like when he first came in he was shy didn't really want to talk to anybody and then the last couple weeks he's kind of got like this this extra gear you know he, he's playing super hard he, 
he knows he's the biggest kid on the floor every time he goes out there. It's just, you know, being consistent, you know, consistent is what, you know, like I said to you after a game, it's just, and he's starting to get it. So mm-hmm. if it seems like he's, he's clicking on the right cylinders at the right time for us. So Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, it's really having, it's a benefit having, someone like Leo showing him the ropes. I mean, and I, I don't know if you can teach everything like that because I think a lot of things that Leo does are pretty much instinctive. You've heard that term often enough. He's always around the basketball, mm. and there's just kids who just know how to do that for some reason. I don't know. If God gives it to you, who, where it comes from, but that's where, I don't know if you can teach that kind of a thing. No, the things that Leo does for us, he, they're just instinctual, like you said. I mean, he's just athletic. He just reads plays. I mean, and that might come from him playing football when he was younger and just up until now. I mean, he, he basically plays the basketball game like he's a free safety. Yeah, and he, he makes he, it. He's he athletic makes, on the football field. Yeah, I mean, field. he's just super athletic. I mean, and he's long. I mean, you might think you're open. You're not open. I've, I've seen it. You know, we've seen it at open gyms. We've seen guys come in that have been 1,000-point scorers that think they're open on Leo and open gym. It doesn't, it doesn't work well for him. Yeah. Just, you know, he's just so lengthy. Just, sometimes he just baits kids to make passes, and then he just goes and gets it, you know. so. And he, and he gets you so many rebounds. And when he doesn't get the rebound, he keeps it alive. I mean, he's just all over the board. Yeah, if he doesn't get the rebound, it's usually a tip to somebody on our team or or something. I mean, he's diving on the floor. I mean, he there's there's nothing more I can ask for Leo. The kid shows up every day, works hard. He's, I mean, he sprints the floor. That's what we want our big guys to do with our guards. Sprint the floor, you're going to get easy buckets. And, you know, the thing is, is Leo's not built like a typical big guy. He's athletic. He's fast. He's, um, you know, he's strong. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the times in Vermont and in high school basketball in general is we get some big guys that can't run the floor. They're big and they can post up. Leo can do all of that. So mm-hmm. that, that helps mm-hmm. us for sure. Yeah. Hello, this is Jack Healy. Hello, my name is Kate Catman. This is Chris Hughes. This is Jason Behenna. This is Paul Copo. Hi, this is Mike Kinsler, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch with Bob Burnett and Tom Hall of Fame Haley. You got the little guy. You got the little guy who gives you so much on defense, uh, Joey Giancola. Joey Giancola, after our loss to Mill River uh, about a month ago um, or so, um, Joey. Uh, Joey was playing JV at the time and my biggest problem my biggest thing was where am I gonna get Joey time on varsity I'd rather see the kid play than not play yeah so I I went home and we talked it over with our staff and stuff and I said you know what we're taking Joey to varsity he's gonna go out and guard the best player every night because um, it takes it takes um, energy if Matia has to go out and guard him you know it takes energy away from on the offensive end I mean he, yeah. he'll, he'll go out and guard him but Joey will go out and guard the best player and uh, I think Joey is the key to what's sparking us on our win streak and going out and he knows I mean he knows he's not the best player but he knows his role and he's going to do his role and that's the biggest thing is you know he is he, he's a really good defender I mean he is yeah if I could have 10 Joey Jinkolas I would because the kid is in the weight room every day before practice every day after practice I mean imagine if he was 6'2 <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's five yeah. four, five five. five five. Yeah, right, <laughs> so right, right. Well, the guy's a gnat. He's always on yeah. the move. I love players like that who are always out there breaking their butts, running the floor, doing whatever they can. Yeah, I'm just. I tell you what, you can get lost. I mean, I'd make him a halfback on a football team because you can't find the kid. He's just. A, he's an instant spark plug too. Like he, the things that Joey does we just can't replace with other kids in our team. I mean, he could go out and 
he's the shortest kid in the team. He gets a rebound over a six four kid. Yeah, mm. it's because he knows. I mean, he just does everything. I mean, you know, he'll have to get better moving forward and in, in, in a year or so at some other things. But he's a, he's a really good defender, and that's all we need out of him right now is to play defense. Yeah. Well, you got to know. So you have enough guys who can score. Yeah. But you know, can you talk a little bit about you know the way I, I don't I don't see that much similarity between the team that played last year and the team that played this year. Last year, it seemed like you pressed for an awful lot more. Uh, and, and I've seen it when it works. I mean, when you played Rollin, you came out with that. That blew the game right, uh, took, took the game right 180 degrees the other way. And uh, Why do, uh, do you not do that as much this year? Because I haven't um, seen that as much. We haven't been pressing as much this year. Um, Mainly because um, we're just trying to keep some guys that have foul trouble early, and then you know, honestly, we've, we've been playing so well early on. There's no need to press when we're up. That, yeah. You know, when mm. we're up, that's a lot of it. Um, I, I think our, I think if we did press, it would, you know, it might help some of our guys. But it's also, you know, we're trying to keep guys out of foul trouble. Certain guys, we just, it's hard to replace in our team. And Logan Montilla gets in foul trouble. He's hard to replace. There's yeah. A, I, mean, yeah. I mean, our next best guard is a junior sophomore. You know, freshman. That's what we have. You know, Leo, foul trouble. You know, we can't really afford that. And so that's why we don't press. But, um, you know, there is not – there really isn't a lot of similarities of when I was the JV coach last year. Um, we run a lot of different stuff. Um, you know, there's a lot more mm -hmm. sets, a little less, you know, offensive, con you know, stuff like that. We're just trying – you know, we have we, – we got kids that can uh, that can fill it up. So we're just trying to get them some looks. Yeah. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. Yeah. About eight, nine yeah. in a row. Yeah, it works. Yeah. It works fine. It well, works your, fine. Well, your first-round opponent, they're always kind of a unknown up there in the northwest corner of the state, Missisquoi. Uh, i, I got to confess, I haven't really, because we just found out you're playing them today, I haven't really looked at the schedule. Do they play up a lot? Do they play ones or... What is that three and seventeen record? Um, they played some Middlebury. They've played some, you know. I think they, I believe they played like some. I think they played Mount A, Virgins. You know, they played some teams like that. Um, you know, the Middlebury one is the one that gets me because we scrimmaged Middlebury at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, we did a good job, you know, on them, and um, um, I think they're a much better team than sixteen. I mean, they have three kids, two kids that can shoot it. You know, one kid that's honestly he's built like Leo. I don't think he's as distinctive as Leo, but he's just as athletic and. Um, you know, he's not the player Leo is, but um, he, he'll still get after it, and he can cause us some problems just because he's athletic. I mean, he can get up, he finishes well around the rim. Um, you know, I just think for them, maybe the schedule that they had put him at that scenario or, the, or where the points came, but um, I think they're better than a 16 seed. You know, I, one thing that I say to my guys all the time is just play one game at a time, yeah. right. one possession. You know, whoever's in front of you, that's who you play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and you're yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to see your team just well. You know, I, I love I love watching running teams. The thing about it is, is even if your team is impressive for the ball, they're quick, and they're always working at something. You know, when it's even if it's moving the ball around the perimeter, or whatever else, your team plays fast. And I think that that in particularly in in playoff time, intensity that you come into the game with at the beginning of the game is such an important piece of winning. Um, the biggest thing for us is um, we lost to Mill River. Um, I went in and I said, guys, I'm questioning your heart. And they said, what do you mean, coach? And I said, well, we're skilled. I mean, we can play with anybody when it comes to talent. But I said, I'm questioning how bad you guys want it. You know, mm -hmm. I said, because when we lost to Mill River down in Clarendon, they, they outworked us, they outplayed us, they outdefended us, they did everything, you know. It was just, but that was a good wake-up call for us. And, uh, you know, now these guys are realizing, yeah, we're talented, but imagine if we played harder. 
you know, there's not many teams that can stay with us. And, you know, when I talked to you at the beginning of the year, uh, preseason, I said, if we defend, we're going to be just fine. And yeah. now we're starting to defend at the right time. And that's going to hopefully that keys our offense. And that's what a lot of it does for us is, you know, if we defend, we're going to be tough to beat, I think. Yeah, I'd rather have a team defending well than shooting the ball one yeah. anytime, yeah. anytime. Because defense means you get layups. Yep. 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 Well, you're the expert on the 8-9 game. Uh, we've talked so much about the, how lucky we are to have this this uh, this Rutland County roulette in Division Two, and and now we waste no time. We get the Slaters going over and meeting the Otters right away, right off the bat. How do you see this one? Um, it's going to be tough to beat Otter Valley in the, in the House of Noise down there in Brandon. But, uh, I mean, we just played them last Friday um, on senior night. That place was loud. It might be – it probably is the loudest gym uh, in the state. Um, it'll be tough for, for Haven to go in there. I mean, I know the last time Fairhaven went in there was a double overtime game. Yeah. Um, it sounded like it was one of the games of the year, maybe the game of the year. Um, um, I, I mean, I think it'll go both ways. I mean, I think for Otter Valley, you know, it'll depend on how Mackie goes. And, um, you know, he's the catalyst for them. And, you know, Kaluti's back for Fairhaven. But you also have kids like Parker Morris and Joey Gannon. Oh, yeah. You have kids that yeah. play hard. And they have some younger guys, too, that get out and defend. Yeah, and Ramey. And, and, uh, yeah. But but I still think the the Kaluti factor is a big deal. And, and how close he can come to what he used to be, uh, if he can get even close to that player that we remember who is capable of taking over a game. Uh, I, know, I know it's a it's an uncomfortable conversation around Fairhaven, and everybody knows the history of it, but, uh, I mean, you can't really try to evaluate and assess the Division II turn, tournament without considering the Kaluti factor. It's just a fact of life. Yeah, yeah, you know, if uh, Cam gets, you know, anything to close to what he was um, before um, the mistake that he made, and I think he knows he's owned up to that mistake. Um, Cam's a good kid, and uh, it'll be tough. I mean, it's, I mean, honestly, at the beginning of the year, I looked at them as, you know, they're the front runners. Mm -hmm. um, they won it last year, and they're still the champions until someone beats them. So, um, you know, I think that they're more than capable of upsetting, you know, Otter Valley, upsetting, you know, us if we play them in the second round, if we get past Missiscoy, um, I think they're a team that everybody has to look out for. I mean, we've talked about it. Um, you didn't want to see them at an 8-9 seed. No, <laughs> because no, no. They're, more, they're, they're definitely no. more dangerous than a, than a 9 seed. I, I would consider them, you know, a top-four team, as, I've, as I stated earlier. But, you know, it'll be tough if Cam gets back to what he is. Yeah, that's, that's really the thing about that game is it's a, a game with a lot of athletes on the floor. I think that there are teams with better basketball players overall, but mm. as far as athletes, right. uh, Otter Valley and Fairhaven, they they, they have guys, guys who just can run, yep. run and do different things. Yep. I mean, maybe no 1,000-point scorers uh, besides Cam, but they all run the ball, they they work really hard, you know, and they play defense, and defense rules this I, time of I year. I think a big factor in that game, too, is uh, Otter Valley's seniors. I mean, they have 10 of them, and it's gonna, mm. if they lose, it's their last game ever. I mean, a lot of them, it's yep. probably going to be their last game ever, if not all of them. So, I mean, they're going to want to come out and they're going to want to um, beat everybody in front of them. And, you know, I, I think that that'll be, that'll, be, that'll be the untelling factor, you know, because those kids, they worked super hard against us. And it was senior night when we played them. And there were some kids that just wanted it more. I mean, they, that's, that's going to be a factor for them yeah. in that game. Hello, this is Olivia Valerio, a women's basketball player from Salve Regina University, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. I wonder what, I wonder what Mill River is dealing with in Harwood. 
I have actually not seen Harwood very much. Um, I know that Harwood, I believe, beat Lamoille, and they've mm-hmm. beat uh, maybe U32 or one of those other teams up north. Um, I mean, it'll be it's, it. Mill River's another tough place to play, though. I mean, oh yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a long travel, and I mean, Jack's teams always they yeah. they, they defend. Yep. Jack's teams defend, and yep. uh, I think uh, if they do that, they'll be just fine. I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, really, what Harwood has, I bet that. I bet that they're better than the 13 seed as well if they've beat those guys, you know, um, some of those top-tier teams. Yeah, well, uh, Division Two is a very good tournament. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very good, there's a lot of there's a lot of good teams top to bottom in Division Two. I don't I'm not familiar with all of them, but just knowing the competition that you've got to play, and uh, it's 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 a lot like the Division One. There's a lot of teams that are playing knockoff with each other all year long up there too. So, two very 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 competitive tournaments. I think you're going to have your work cut out for you. I well, agree. We know we know our four teams are really really good, but you do think that. Montpelier is a legitimate number two. Uh, yeah, I, I bet. My, yeah, Montpelier is definitely. Uh, I'd consider them a top four. I watched some film on them. Um, they had a post player that's uh, sophomore. He's pretty good, and they got a guard, and you know they're pretty deep and they're athletic too. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I think that they're they're a team that um, if they're playing well and they it's kind of like us. If they defend, they're going to do well. If we defend, we're going to do well. Um, you know. Uh, I think that they're a legitimate two team. I mean, they've beat some teams up north that are, you know, I think they've beat U32. I think they've beat Lakes Region. They've beat those guys. So, I mean, they've proven that they're the number two seed. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, um, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll get to see them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have any insights on any of the other tournaments here? Have you seen some other teams around here? But... Hey, let me tell you about this guy. <laughs> him, him and trainer. They are basketball junkies. I that see is, them, I see the them at, at the Bob Ward 5th and 6th grade tournament. <laughs> they were at both Proctor-Arlington games the other day. doesn't matter about division. If there's something, ever since James Naismith, Dr. Naismith put up the peach basket, any game that could have been played, they would have been at, believe me. It's unbelievable. Listen, so just, if you want to ask basketball. somebody about the other divisions, you came to the right guy. <laughs> okay, well then. We who, just love basketball. Who do you think will win the Hinchy fifth and sixth grade tournament? Oh, the Glodzik, yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah, the Glodzik. The Glodzik's yeah. underway March 9th. There you go. There I'm you sure go. you'll see us over there. That's yeah, really I deep, deep here. Okay. okay. All right, so the original question there what do you see for other tournaments? Um, I think Division One's wide open. I mean, I think one through, you know, six or sevens. Um, a tough, uh, tough matchup. I mean, some of those teams up north have beat each other, and you know, it just so happens it works that way. I think Rollin has a legitimate shot to win it all again. Um, Jameson and Jacob are obviously a factor. Um, I think Rice with their two guards are that's tough, you know, with Chalkin and those guys. Um, but um, yeah, you know, that's going to be wide open. I mean, we'll see what happens with that group because it looks like there's some good teams that are. A little bit lower, you know, seven, eight seeds that, yeah. you know, that have already played a lot of those top teams really close. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know a, a lot in Division Three. I mean, we played Windsor. I mean, Harry's teams always get better. They defend. Uh, Slocum's the problem, I think. And they got a post player, Abrahamson and, you know, Sanderson. Those guys can play. Um, I don't know much about D3. Division four. I mean, I graduated from West Rutland. Love to see West Rutland win, but I think Danville and Proctor and and teams like that are and nice. And Poultney with with the two big guys with uh, the Mason and um, you know uh, Havlin. Havlin. Yep. I mean, I think I if it was me, I would I would probably pick Poultney if they had everybody that was healthy. If the Allen kid was healthy and Baker, I mean, that's a team mm. that would be really tough to beat. Yep. But, um, I mean, and you know Proctor, they shoot the basketball well. I mean, three's worth more than two. Exactly. So, they, mean, uh, you know, so, but I didn't believe. I didn't believe in West Rutland. 
until the other night when they beat Proctor the second time. And then I I started believing in them. I mean, they played so well in that game. And and Laughlin, uh, Kyle Laughlin, was it Ryan Laughlin? Kyle. Kyle. Kyle Laughlin was unconscious. Everybody was, I, I just was so impressed with them in, in their second meeting with Proctor. I started thinking, West Rutland belongs in this conversation now. They they can can be good. I think West Rutland does belong in that conversation. That group, actually, when I originally graduated from West Rutland, yep. I coached that group right out of high school the, when they were younger. I coached Kyle when he was in fifth grade, and I've stayed in touch with him. And um, I, I think I think Kyle has an extra drive in him that just wants to win, and I think he they he's got enough around him to win. Um, it'll just be you know. It sounds like Kyle's playing really well for them, yep. but it also sounds like some other guys are. It's going to be what a supporting cast can give him in the playoffs. I think mm-hmm. that's what it's going to come down to. Because um, I, I, I mean, if I'm Jordan Toller, I mean, I know him pretty well, and I think he knows what he's going to get from Kyle every night. You know, I just think he's you know, he's and and, and Tyler Serrani gives them the energy on both ends. He does yeah, so yeah. so many things. Tyler does a lot of the things that don't get credited for right, on the paper. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Diving on the floor, taking charges, yep. you know, stuff like that. He um he, he's a he's a really good kid too and I, I mean he's a hard worker and I think he wants to win. So it'll it'll be interesting, but it sounds like they got a little bit of a tough draw with playing Arlington first round right there eight times. They've lost it twice. Yeah, and yeah. I, mean, I mean we played Arlington during the year and you know they ran with us for a little while. Um I think it'll you know for the lane kid for Arlington. That's and, that's and a yeah, tough Proctor handled them easily Saturday. Yeah. It's a lot about matchups or, or maybe just a lot about the day. Yeah, it, it, it really is. In high school basketball, it's just about the day. And sometimes you're better than the team and you lose. You yeah. know, sometimes you win 9 out of 10, but you lose that 10th one that matters. So, yeah. Or, for instance, with us, I mean, sometimes you're better 2 out of 3. It's tough to beat teams three times. I mean, they're scouting for you. Their scouting reports get changed. You know, it's, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. And you know it's and it's another thing. I mean, you're, you're you're talking about high school kids too. You know, when I had this conversation with Jake the first time they lost to West Rutland, he said he's he's hollering at his kids. Aren't you getting up for this game? You know, I mean, you it's it's hard to imagine that you can't get up for a game like that. But sometimes that's what just exactly what you run up against. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And we're coming down to less than a a, a minute and a half here. Uh, I know where we're this, going now. This, you do too. too. I, know, I know where we're, we're going, going Mr. Haley. Less than, a, less than a minute and a half, and, <laughs> and uh, the Mounties got the lead, and, and they're pretty good at taking care of the ball and making their free throws. But we got to ask the 2017 Mini Stock Track Champion of Devil's Bowl Speedway. Uh, He's he took not last. Well. Uh, he took last summer off. He does have a car. He told me. But he's also got a busy schedule. But maybe, just maybe, we'll see him for a couple selected races over at Devil's Bowl. He is a former track champion, after all, in the mini stock division. I, I I do miss racing a lot, but I love basketball, and I've invested so much time in it that it's it's kind of taken over my life. But I still go and watch and um, everything like that. I, I went and raced two races, I think, last year. Um, I do have a car. I mean, it'll probably be a selective schedule if if I do decide to race or. Um, one of my buddies might hop in it. We kind of got a deal going that, you know, maybe he'll hop in it and race it so it's not just sitting in my garage doing nothing. Um, but, yeah, I know I do miss racing, and that was a good time. Yep. Hey, listen, uh, just as long as we're on the subject of it, how much time does it actually take 
to be competitive there and, and to, to go out and race every week? Um, racing takes a lot of time. I mean, I can be honest. Uh, my, my girlfriend says to me, when, when I was racing and coaching with AAU and stuff, uh, she said to me, well, you're never home. And I said, well, I'm not going to win sitting at home. <laughs> so I used to say to her. And so oh. she used to be like, oh, okay. Oh. Okay. So Wrong it, it, takes, it, it, takes a, it takes a lot of time for sure. I mean, you know, it's a lot of the maintenance stuff. I mean, some people yeah. just don't do the little things. And the little things matter, especially in a, you know, I mean, I learned that with coaching. Little things matter. And, and, you know, in a race car, it matters, too. I mean, it could be life or death. I mean, you're going 80, 85 miles an hour. I mean, something falls off that it could kill in you. In a little curve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, right. so it's, yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Well, then, that's, so, so win at home, then. Okay. <laughs> if you're not going to race, win at home. Yeah. Yeah. Say nice things to your girlfriend. Yeah. That's what makes them a girlfriend. You say nice hey, she things said, to hey, them. She, she supports everything I do. She's okay. really well, that's the, good. She's really the... Uh, She's really the key factor at all of this because I well, couldn't that's great. I hope you her. remembered her on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, definitely, okay. definitely did. Definitely what, did. Definitely. What's her name? Who is this? Who uh, is Lauren Keefe. Lauren Keefe. Okay. She, right. she lurks at the uh, country club, so you probably see her all the time. Okay, we'll so. give a shout out to Lauren. All, all right. right, all right, all right. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right. Hey, listen. There. That's the fastest thirty minutes of the week right now, unless you're talking about the first half of a basketball game, possibly here. Yep. But. But uh, you know, we want to thank Chris for showing up today and, and talking basketball with us. Uh, tomorrow night, MSJ's at home. There's a lot of home games tomorrow night, but you'll have your pick to pick of Division One, Division Two. Good luck making up your mind what to do. But MSJ plays tomorrow night at home. Uh, Otter Valley's hosting. Uh, and Mill River's hosting, Rollins hosting. There's all kinds of games going on tomorrow night. So and I'm going to see the other MSJ team tonight. And you're going, oh, going to Barry. There you Barry. go. Best, yeah. of luck. Best of luck to those guys tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, listen, we want to thank you for, uh, you know, a great, uh, great podcast today. Uh, everybody go out and watch some basketball games. Come back next week. We'll talk about it some more. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Let us know what you think. Email us at sports at rutlandherald.com.